Hey everybody, this is Lydia. I'm Brandy. And Cheryl. And With this the is background noise. <laughs> and the background noise. And this is not suitable for work moms, the podcast. sounds like you're in a restaurant are you in a restaurant no i'm in my orifice man your office has a lot of noise (laughs) she doesn't have the fancy mics like we do and i don't see your name on this clean feed either yeah it's weird huh lydia's probably jacked it up just to make me look stupid oh lord we had some technical difficulties everyone it was great it was great because lydia sent multiple emails well, because you weren't getting on, and I thought maybe I mistyped your email the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so as you guys can hear, we got uh, Cheryl Murphy back with us. Hello, Cheryl. Hello. Good morning. This is the second time I've talked to Cheryl today. We went to the gym this morning. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was a lot of bullshit. So. <laughs> it was. I, I spent at least 20 minutes of the workout just trying to figure out the moves to the workout. Oh, Lord. Let's let's just let's discuss this. Why well, was we walked do- in and there wasn't a square foot of space that didn't have some type of fucking equipment on it. Oh, yeah. and so right away we're like, OK, this is just a joke. Like, oh, um, accoutrements. So, uh, yeah. And then, you know, it also a factor. Cheryl can't hear. And so, right. uh, like, Cheryl doesn't even realize when she's being talked to, and it just <laughs> comes off as Cheryl's uh, an- ignoring you. <laughs> so, so it's, it's fun. we had to partner today, and I'm so glad that Brandy was there, because the only thing worse than having a partner is having a partner you don't know. Oh, <laughs> and, they're, and they're counting on you to get something done really quickly. <laughs> and... Uh, you're like, uh, cat, I'm old. Yeah, you're not that old. And you, you keep up very well. You well, thank you for saying so. I mean, especially because you uh, haven't been in a while. Well, you went last yeah. week and I didn't go, but before that yeah. you hadn't been in a while. Correct. And uh, But today I did something really stupid. I, we were doing dips off the side of the floor. You know how you put your hands behind you and then dip down. Yeah, for like your um, triceps. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I turned my hands all the way the opposite way, and couldn't figure out why I felt like my wrists were broken. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, it was terrible. <sighs> yeah, and then. Uh, it was like the whole rest of the time, you know, once you hurt your wrist, you hurt your wrist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Cheryl shaking them out. Re- yeah. She just tried to recover from the, the warm up, the whole workout. <laughs> oh, Lord. And a lot of times we have to do bands. There's various bands involved. Oh, mm-hmm. And so um, today it was okay because you just had to put them on your arms. But if we do anything that involves, you got to put this band around your feet and pull it up to your waistline or whatever. I spend the whole workout just doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. 
yeah. Uh, it's it's always comical because you never know what's going on. You walk in and you're like, oh, fuck me. Well, you just see all the uh, equipment out and you're like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But I still study the board as though that's going to help me understand <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> We don't even know what half the shit means. Yeah, I'm like, what's a Cracker Jack flap stack? (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know what that is. And, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. And last week, they thought it would be cute. Well, it wasn't last week. It was Saturday. They had their Christmas party. So they thought that by putting Santa in front of things and reindeer in front of things would make it funner somehow, more fun. And I'm like, you know. Reindeer bullshit is the same as bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny just trying to put Santa yeah. and reindeer in front of it. Exactly. Oh, man. Ugh. So, um, I wrote down a couple things yes. that we need to, we need to, uh, hit on. So, on, uh, fr- or, yeah, Friday, my husband and I went out with Harry Potter and Cheryl and Tim were invited, but, you know, Cheryl had other people to go visit because they, she always chooses them over me. Aww. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're her That's other geriatric story. friends. Yeah. So, mm. uh, so we're at uh, the nice restaurant Frank's and Harry Potter says to me, I got the new episode from your podcast right in the middle of me jerking off. So I started <laughs> playing it and couldn't stop. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God, no, 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 no. Now, to his defense, he's done this when his grandmother is called also. Oh, my God. So now yeah. we have, and he wants me to make it very clear because he knew, he knew the minute he said this to me, he was like, oh, shit, she's going to talk about this. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he wanted me to clarify he was not jerking off to the podcast, just during the podcast. Okay. Okay. That's- I'm not sure it makes it better. Yeah, but I guess I w- it's not like we're like a part of his sexual escapades. We're just background <laughs> noise. Right. <laughs> it's so funny that you said that because, like, I got your. It like gives me a notification when you update our pod notes, and then he also sent that message to our group chat that was like, "Uh, not too daring. You'll understand more later." And I was like. Yeah. Oh my God, this goes together somehow. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was waiting was, for uh, those puzzle pieces to connect. Fun dinner. So you've got to commend him. You've got to commend him for his um, willingness to complete a task. <laughs> <laughs> his willingness to orgasm, even with yeah, the two most annoying yeah. voices on. <laughs> he was determined, yes, to finish it off. Because that would be a total buzzkill, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I have yeah. to stop and listen to something. <laughs> Especially this <laughs> shit. Let's listen to Brandy and Lydia bitch about being mom while I <laughs> stroke myself. <laughs> uh, what a weirdo. Oh my god, Anyways, that's so uh, funny. <laughs> I'm so glad you connected those dots. I was like, this somehow goes together and I'm not going to ask Hal right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to write it down in the notes right away because I was like, this is something I cannot forget to bring up. <laughs> So, uh, it was fun. Uh, so I also have some topics. Well, we kind of hit on one. The themed workouts are bullshit. Yeah. Um, yes. 
Cheryl makes a very good point where just because you put reindeer and Santa in front of something really fucked, like, it's not reindeer burpees. It's still fucking burpees. Yeah. It still sucks dicks. It sucks bad. So, oh my hmm. God. Uh, so I guess we'll go into my second topic, which um, this is, this is uh, from Cheryl's back pocket. Um, <laughs> would you rather do blowjobs or hand jobs? <laughs> oh, is this, are we are we yeah, going no, to each that's, person? That's the question. I guess we let I would Cheryl rather answer do first. Neither because I'm lazy. We'll let Cheryl answer first yeah, Cheryl. because she's the uh, the guest. So blowjobs or hand jobs? Um, those are the only two options. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, hand jobs are a lot easier on the jaws. <laughs> <laughs> And um, on the inside lining of your mouth and that kind of thing. So I I would say the hand job because you know that in the past I have considered like if everything goes to hell, everyone goes to crypto and the dollar bill is worthless in America. And I have run through all of my savings and lost everything I have, you know. You always think about, well, would I <laughs> turn to the sex trade in order to survive? Well, at my age, all I got is a glory hole, right? I, I can, only, oh my God. can only do hand jobs through a glory hole. So, um, yeah, I would, I would prefer the hand jobs. So this is one of the very first things that when Cheryl and I became friends, she discussed with me. <laughs> was, hey, my retirement you also plan. be down in doing hand jobs with us <laughs> as a business when this shit goes to shit. Um, I don't, I don't think I would. Um, I don't know. I think I, I, I think I still have some years left where I could potentially try and get a rich husband again. <laughs> it didn't work out the first yeah. time, so maybe the second time, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's true. First time you marry for money, sec or I'm sorry, first time you marry for love, second time you marry for money, right? That's what they say. I'm gonna have to do that. We're we're us three on this call are all in our first marriages, so so far, <laughs> so far, yeah, so far. <laughs> I read a statistic that said that uh, divorces after 65 are on the rise. Really. That they're at um, seventy-five percent compared to the general oh. population, which is fifty percent. What are these fuckers doing? Well, I think it is that um, you just reach a point where you're like, "Fuck this shit! I've only got a number, <laughs> a small number of years left, and I want to be happy." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's what people think. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, ha also... I have no plans. I have no plans for that. You're not 65 yet. Just give it a I'm not 65, minutes. but, you know, I, I like to be prepared. But, um, <laughs> you know, the one thing that could happen at that age, um, you know. Um, Is it a recommendation? Well, no, <laughs> I think that men uh, can still attract younger uh, mates. Yeah. Uh, when we were in Iceland, you know, they have a shortage of men up there and they're even like paying men to come there because they have such a shortage of men. And oh, you poor men. we were walking down the street 
and these women were just like openly, uh, you know, having eye sex with my husband while we were walking around and stuff. And I'm like, bitch, I'm right here. <laughs> what going on? And they're like, ooh, sperm. I'm over here. <laughs> I need your sperm. I need to procreate. Oh, my you God. See, that's where you guys got it wrong. If you would have married for the first time somebody so much older than you, uh -huh. he's not going to be looking for somebody younger than me. I'm already at his age limit of youngness before it's creepy. Good point. Like, That's when what? he's 60, I'll still be 44. That's still young wife that to is, a 60-year-old. That is still young yeah, wife. Yeah, that, that is. I didn't think this through. Uh -uh. He, can, he can still <laughs> make attempts to keep up with you with that age gap. Yeah, except for he looks better than me. Well, I would say that... Um, a friend of mine who is now 63, her husband is now 83. And uh, it was very sad this week. She's been calling me because um, it, Alzheimer's runs in his family. And twice this week, he locked the keys in the car. Oh. And she's been, oh, and he paid the water bill like at $700 or something instead oh, of 70. So. Now she's like, uh, I really have to think about this now. And it's so heartbreaking. So, um, yeah, isn't that happy? Well, happy news. So, yeah, that is a, a big thing that I think of because, like, Ryan is so much older than me. But I can always put his ass in the VA. <laughs> true. This is also I mean, true. and that is... I mean, I don't have to pay for that, really. That is a benefit. And, like, if he's, you know, useless in every way, maybe he won't matter. <laughs> or he won't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know. I'm just joking, guys. I full-on full expect to take care of him until the day he dies. But hopefully I won't have to do that. But then, again, I think about who's, who the fuck's going to take care of me? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's why I had a second kid. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I don't blame you because I'm like, I'm, like, sitting here and I'm like, I am my mother's only child, yeah. and so all the burden of if something happens to her, like when she had her heart attack and she was recovering, thank God she has two really good friends that were very willing to come over and help take shifts with me because, you know, I have three little kids. I can't, yeah. I unfortunately can't drop everything. It'll be, you know, it's different when your kids are older and you can go take care of your parent, but it's like, it was a lot because I don't have a sibling to help me. And so I was, it was one of those moments where I was like, please, out of the three of my children, let one of them love me enough to take care of me when I'm old if something happens. Yeah. You can get the long-term life insurance like my mom has, where yeah. if she needs to go into a home, it pays like seven grand a month for her. And so she can go to a nice one. That's smart. I need to make sure I have something like that. Yeah, you definitely want to think about that because, um, you know, even a very loving child, Mm -hmm. will reach their limit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a, a terrible, terrible thing. I mean, I've already thought way ahead <laughs> because I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to go ahead and have uh, electrolysis so they don't, they don't have to pluck my chin hair. <laughs> I'm going to get a degree in biomechanical engineering after I retire so that I can invent something that will make geriatric life better. 
And, you know, I've, I've put a lot of thought into this. I like it. Because I have two boys. Yeah. And um, not to say anything uh, gender biased here, but frankly, if I didn't call them, I'd never hear from them. Or if they didn't need something, <laughs> I'd never hear from them. Mm-hmm. And it's not purposeful. They love me. I know they love me. Um, but, you know, but they're boys they're, too. They're, and- they don't. They don't have that nurturing, loving, nurturing nature. Yeah. Um, except you know for a spouse or something like that. But, so that, yeah, that's but, how I feel about it. I mean, even then, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if something happened to my mom, it would be on me. Yep. Uh, one of my brothers doesn't even live in the state. The other one, um, he would probably call my mom, but I don't yeah. foresee him coming down multiple times a month to help me out or anything, you know. Right. Because in I know, and I'm not talking badly about my brother. He's a good dude, but yeah. men like my husband, my husband wouldn't be going down to Miami to help his mom out a couple times a month because he has a life here. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't even occur to him. <laughs> it would not occur to him to even answer that. I think it goes yeah. back to the same thing with, like, kids and men. It's like, yes. you know, they can be really great dads, but at the end of the day, typically, like, 98% of the responsibility still falls on a mom. And like, this is never more evident than this time of year because I've been oh seeing God. all of these funny TikToks about, you know, <laughs> dad's just showing up at the last minute or dad's being just as surprised to see what the kid got. (laughs) Yeah, that is 100% my husband. Actually, he did offer to help me wrap. So his three kids are coming over uh, later this week to do Christmas with us. We don't spend, we've never spent Christmas or Christmas Eve. Well, no, never. uh, Because they go to their moms and that's not a fight we, we do. Yeah. So um, we do it either before or after. So I was wrapping the gifts that uh, Dolores sent, and then I, we got them some gifts, and then we just give them money normally. Uh, and he actually offered to help wrap, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But then I had to wow. tell him who got what. Yeah. Oh my god. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Brian and I usually have to end up splitting up responsibilities. Like I'll buy a ton of stuff on Amazon and then he'll come home from Walmart with like a ridiculous amount of things. And then, so he does help buy some of the stuff, but then I end up having to wrap everything. So well, Tim is an excellent gift giver. I'll give that to him. Like he'll, pick up on little little hints throughout the year, you know, and he always is good at getting something for me. But he he does like to have you tell him, you know, yeah. is there something you want that I can then purchase for you and you know that you're getting it, but I'm going to wrap it up as a favor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, he doesn't want to disappoint anybody. He wants to make sure that you know, you get exactly what you wanted, and well, that's he's a great a hard quality. Time this year with you, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what to get you. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just don't know. Like I'm get, reaching that age where it's like there's so many things <laughs> that I can't, I can't narrow it down. Uh, you know, I need so many things. Brian um, and I are both really bad about buying. Like we're kind of impulse people. Like if we think we want something, we'll go buy it ourselves. Yeah. So it's really hard for There's us. There's that to, too. Yeah. yeah. We're really hard. To, so for our anniversary, we did like, I think we're better at doing 
events. Like we we'll go out and do dinner and a movie or something mm-hmm. for our anniversary, or we'll do stuff like that instead of buy like. Dinner and get, a movie is not a gift. That's well, a date. it's time together though. Right now, with the kids being young and stuff, the time together is yeah, that is special. Few and far between. <laughs> so. Yeah, but who gets to pick the movie? Oh, always me. Oh, okay. So he's going to girl movies. I don't like. Or girl you purposely movies. Pick, picking movies he likes. You forget if I watched a rom com, it's because somebody made me. Like <laughs> I am very much a. Can we go see the Marvel movie or the um, Matrix movie that's coming out? Or the I don't like to cry. I don't like to have feelings. Oh, that I sounds like terrible. To adrenaline. Me. So I am two hours. We typically like the same movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to laugh or cry. But but I don't I don't cry generally at rom, you know romantic things, like I. Why? Because you want to see human drama, not real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like human drama. I like for reals human drama, not you know. Oh, he broke my heart, or that that the normal story is always, oh, this girl kind of likes this guy, but. Now, you know, she's trying to get him, but now he's going to be a huge dick, and now she doesn't like him anymore, and now he's going to try to get her back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's I, the same story. I know. I'm very much one of those people, though, like, since my first real breakup that truly broke my heart, I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't want to feel any of those feelings. Nope. Oh, yeah. Next. <laughs> so I don't like watching those things. I used to love rom-coms and all of that stuff and, like, the whole, like, light at the end of the tunnel and I'm like that's not real life so <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this is bullshit and it's gonna make me cry and I don't want to watch it <laughs> I want to see the king's man which comes out on Wednesday what's that one y'all the last movie I saw in a damn movie theater was Lion King in 3d <laughs> <laughs> we do not go to the movies like it's just no it's not it's not a date that we like to do uh, really because well, that's Tim and I our go-to we like because y'all don't like have movies. to talk then <laughs> y'all, well, been 40, y'all been together 40 years you just ran out of shit to talk about so let's that's go watch always, that's why we always that's why he wants a dog this is why do, we do dinner first so we get like the talk time and then we get the movie time see but my husband and I could sit at dinner for four hours and just talk the whole time we yeah, don't have any problem we live our lives so much apart and so different that yeah. we can fill it up with stories and stuff. with stories or you know, like we we do enough separately yeah. that it's not like boring bullshit. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I'd like to think we're like that, but I do know that there are many conversations that take place that I'm not sure hear. that Tim even says anything. <laughs> 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 and then I'll be like, "Are you listening?" And then he'll he'll say four words that he purposely picked out so that he could pretend that he was listening like of course i was listening leotard yogurt <laughs> you know? oh, and two other yogurt. remember that time you tried to make yogurt in the instapot yes <laughs> what? it was it was milk soup oh gross it was so dumb though there there's a setting on the Instapot that says, here, press this and it'll make yogurt. And it doesn't. It does not. It was so bad. I have an Instapot because, and this is secret time because I, I don't think Tim listens. 
Cheryl accidentally dropped her Instapot and broke it, and so she gave it to me because it works fine. And I didn't want to have to buy it because it was when it first came out and they were very expensive. Yeah. So I used Cheryl's broken old one, and she went and bought a brand new one and just pretended it was always the same one. (laughs) (laughs) And so I remember her saying, oh, God, don't ever make yogurt in that. And I was like, why the fuck would you make yogurt in that? Oh, my God. This goes back to the last episode about lying. There's a lot of difference between me lying about dropping the damn instant pot and, yeah, that's really your baby. <laughs> My point proven. I, okay, I, I see that for sure. Yeah. But there's also a button on the instant pot for porridge. Now, I don't know. Okay. Uh, what I'm is not Goldilocks. What the I'm not Goldilocks. What well, is if you this have shit? an Instapot, you know the the minute you open that shit, that food is boiling. Yes. So it's only hot porridge. Um, <laughs> There's no cold it, or just right. <laughs> is it uh, kind of like oatmeal? That's what I guess. Yes, that's what porridge is. It's oatmeal. I think it's okay. more like cream of wheat. Okay. But mm. I think it's it's that texture. It's and gross. I think it's probably Pretty made cheese. from potatoes. From potatoes? Yeah, because I think it's an Irish thing. Hold you on, know, going there's Google this it. thing called the Googles, and I'm about yeah. to... Porridge. <laughs> yeah, because if you've ever heard the, the uh, you know, the nursery rhyme or, or the mm. story, you know, the kid's Goldilocks. story about Goldilocks and the three bears, yeah. you know. Okay, apparently. so porridge is... Uh, traditionally a breakfast dish that's simply made by cooking oats with water or milk. Oh, so I see. I see. Well, that is Stop. <laughs> chopped yeah, starchy plants. It says typically grains are basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah it makes huh. It's all disgusting. I don't know, man. I've never had porridge, so I don't have anything it's to It's oatmeal. To, I love some oatmeal. I just want to know why it warrants its own button on the Instapot. <laughs> Apparently, that's what bitches are using Instapot for. <laughs> Well. Also, one time I made a uh, butter chicken, and it was mm. delicious, but it was a hell of a lot of ingredients, and that shit is irritating to me. Yes. Brian's yes. made uh, barbecue in it, and I am all about some barbecue in the crock pot, but his was so much better. It was I way better. You would make barbecue in the Instapot. Huh? You make barbecue on the smoker that we you don't, control from your phone. We don't That's have, what I have. We don't have a smoker <gasps> yet. That oh, is man, one of the those. rad tech is the best thing. I think it's What's actually it called? called a rect. I, it's called Rectech, rect and it it hooks up to your Wi-Fi and you can control it from your phone. And I love it. Like I can up the temperature, lower the temperature, see how uh, hot my meats are. Ooh. Okay, um, this is in poor taste, but uh, using the strategy of the Price Is Right, what price range were you talking about here? <laughs> It was oh, over a thousand dollars because my mom paid for it. <laughs> I see. But she got you know, my brother that's something... a one. Let me look. Well, this was Rock Tim's world. If I got that. That's all. Uh, that does sound really cool. It. I love it. And actually, uh, Ben Chelsea's husband has a. I think his is. Is it a Traeger? Um, Traeger it does yeah. the same thing. It does the same. Oh, thing. the Traeger does the same thing. Yes. And that's how we control it. From. That's how I got on it is because I watched Ben do it at their uh, oyster thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, you're controlling that shit from your phone? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, so this sounds like one of those gifts I need to plan for next year. <sighs> Hold on, because I'm, ta- I'm telling you how much it is. Amazing. Shop pellet grills. Here we go. And it has like a little horn on the front for uh, the the lid. It's very cute. Okay, so the one I have is um the the $7.99. Oh, that's not oh. bad. So it's it is cheaper now. So look at Shit, that. I'll buy two at that <laughs> <laughs> No, but I really do like it. Um, I want to say that my my brother got the smaller one, but uh, I think I don't know if he's used it or not. Can you just make any? Like, can you grill on it too, or is it just? Well, a it's a it's a pellet grill, so technically you can grill on it, but you're going to go through more pellets. Oh, God. What I use it for is smoking, but you can also do sides on it. Like, I've made a queso dip on it before that was delicious. Ooh. Okay. I'm just curious because, like, basically we're waiting until we replace our back porch um, when prices of wood come down, you know, the supply chain shit. Um, so we're not replacing our grill or anything until we get – we're basically just going to do it all at once. So I'm hoping maybe by next Christmas we have done that and we can – Put a new gr- new one of those out there. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's um, way too much planning. <laughs> <laughs> I like to impulse buy this shit. I've had when to I cut, hear about it. I've had to cut my impulse buying now that the kids are in school and I have to pay out the butt for daycare. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm like, am I working to pay for daycare? Huh. Well, yeah, but now you're you have your kids in daycare today, right? And you yes. get to work where my kids are at home, but, but daddy's here. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Brian will be home yeah. the rest of the week, so they don't have to go, which will be great. But did you have to pay for it? Yeah. I. So, yeah. no, that would piss me off. I'd be like, get your little asses there. I paid for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, is like this morning, Jason was like, I want to stay home with you. Don't make me go. And I was like, I, I like, promise nope. it's just one day, just one day. Just get your ass to school. I, I, I don't know. They pay because you th- pay a lot of money for where they go. I do. I don't the, pay for Evelyn and to, Little Ryan's and a Mother's Day Out program. So to me, I bitch about paying three hundred dollars a month, but that's nothing compared to what other people pay. Right, yeah. and to me, it's worth it. I would much rather pay because I, I mean, I get salary, right? So like, to me, it's going to be the same weekly regardless of if they're in school or it's going to be a short week for them like this. And those teachers there are amazing. Like Jason is like halfway to potty being potty trained because they're so diligent at school and help us do that kind of stuff. And like, they just, they're really good there. I love it. And to me, it's worth the money because (laughs) I, I feel like my kids are safe and they're learning a lot, and, like, Gabriel had no problems transitioning to kindergarten from it, so to me, it's worth it. That's fabulous. That's good. Cheryl, where did your kids go when they, they were little? Did they go to daycare? Um, they did, um, but I changed it up a lot. Uh, and sometimes Tim was on night shift, and I was on day shift, so we would just switch off. Um, but... Yeah, I never found that perfect spot. Um, I still have a lot of regrets about that. Um, I wish I could have stayed home or worked from home back then. But, of course, my life always works in reverse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, now I could do that shit. But I I could not back then. And back then, you had to act like you didn't have children. 
Right. Yeah. Um, he had to lie about you being sick so that you could take a sick day if they were sick. Um, and people knew you were lying. Yeah. And, you know, even though, you know, you got to do what you got to do, there's still a lot of pressure on a working mom um, to have to deal with those emotions and, and also be a productive person. So I was jack of all trades, master of none back then. <laughs> it was so do, bad. Do you guys feel that... I- Maybe I'm just the only one, but I feel like stuff is so swapped around. Like, I feel like as a grandparent, you're typically getting closer to retirement or you have all that vacation that you might not have had at the beginning of your career. So you get to spend more time with your grandkids and you're more Mm -hmm. patient because you've Mm -hmm. grown more knowledge about raising children and you get to be such a great grandparent. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you know, the same thing with being home through postpartum. It's like you're so sleep deprived you can't enjoy all the cuteness and everything and then by the time the kids are like grown out of like that super cute infant baby stage and you're getting more sleep then you want to go back to that infant stage but you can't it's just like i feel so many things with motherhood are so messed up oh they are like you should be able to retire when you're young and work when you're old yeah you got nothing better to do when you're old right why doesn't society work like that i I I always wanted that Oh, you I feel do. different. Um, so I've been fortunate enough that since Evelyn's been born, I've basically worked from home. So um, I've been, and I also have FMLA on her. And so I've been able to, I didn't, I don't miss out on Evelyn. Yeah. And then uh, it took so much effort for me to have little Ryan. Like I strive to spend every second with him. If he wants to be held, I hold him. If yeah. he wants milks, he gets milks. He is very, very babied, and I don't care. Yeah. You know, because I know, Agreed. like, I look at him, and I'm like, this is the littlest you'll be from now on. Yep. Like, and I don't know if it's because my kids have a four-year age difference that I got one through the baby stage, and then I started it again, and it wasn't just a blur. Mm-hmm. But... Like, I never minded staying up all night. Yeah. Like, it, ne- it did not affect me. Like, I didn't hate, like, I mean, I watched the whole series of House, Private Practice. <laughs> I mean, like, I, <laughs> Bones. Yeah. I mean, all of that, just sitting up, staring at a baby. And maybe that's the difference is, like, I don't think I slept for the first three years of Gabriel's life because I was having children. <laughs> Yeah. He was a very colicky baby, and so it was like by the time I got him through that stage, I was already pregnant and uncomfortable and then had a newborn, and she slept great, but by the time she was really sleeping good through the night, I was pregnant again and couldn't sleep, and then it's just like the cycle. Oh, I wonder how that happens. The, you know. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Crazy how when they finally how you sleep. you just end up pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, how many years apart are Tyler and Timmy? Uh, three and some okay. change, three years and some change, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a double edged thing because I do think that sometimes um, when I look back, maybe there's a purpose. Maybe God or the universe has a purpose because I might have actually genuinely turned my kids into neurotics if I had been home with them. and i don't know i guess you can find the light at the end of the tunnel or the silver lining in just about anything if you think about it 
um, I think only now have people discovered the idea that maybe mom's a person too. Yeah. And maybe she has hopes and dreams and aspirations, but I think that is overruled in most cases by the fact that you are going to live more years without children than you will with them. So uh, that's an important thing to remember when you're saying I need me time or whatever. It's like, um, well, this is going to go fast. And in fact, the business, uh, when they turn about 15 and their friends start driving, they are not going to give a shit about you. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's always Brian's biggest thing. Like anytime I'm like, I'm going to go on a girl's weekend. And he's like, well, the kids are going to be upset that you're not here. And I'm like, yes, but I see them all day, every day. Like, I need a break. And he's like, yeah, but I'm just telling you, like, when they turn 12, 13 and they don't want you around, then girls trips are something that who cares if you go do. But you're, I do because we'll be old then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be as fun. I know. And I try to explain it like that. But at the same time, I see his side. And he had an older sibling and a younger sibling. And so, like, he knew he just has seen how it went with his family and stuff like that but I always maybe it was because I was an only child but I liked spending time with my mom when I was growing up we always did stuff on the weekends like I wasn't always at a friend's house and stuff like that not until I was really like working so I don't know yeah I wish I wish I was that cool when my kids kids wanted to do that (laughs) yeah I mean we always had shit happen like my mom my mom uh retired like the day I was born she uh, has been a stay-at-home mom and she's had like odd jobs here and there but my dad was almost never home because he supported us and then we had the stay-at-home mom there are benefits to it and then there's not benefits to it right um uh, one of the benefits is that we were in sports year-round yeah and it was not just you know the everyday baseball it was travel baseball competitive cheerleading year-round wrestling is i swear to god the most expensive and time-consuming sport you can be in oh yeah i wrestle yeah and uh football and not mm-hmm. just you know football and you know football starts in april yeah you know so we were year-round doing sports and so we didn't really have we had to hang out with mom on the weekends because mom was there yeah <laughs> yeah you know, but um, I do think that I, as much as I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom, because I do feel like I contribute to my workplace, and I like doing what I do. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, man, how well would this ship run uh, yeah. if I was a stay-at-home mom? Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because right now I'm expected to do both, and I'm doing right. both at like 75 percent yeah yeah well see i i definitely was like oh man being a stay-at-home mom would be great until maternity leave was like 10 out of the 12 weeks and i was like if i don't talk to a human before brian gets home i may lose my mind (laughs) so there was like the other part of like i feel like it it's hard on a mom either way it's like you just said you're expected to do both when you're working. And then when you're a stay-at-home mom, I feel like the other dynamic of you're expected to do everything for your children because that's your job. And you really mm-hmm. don't get a break from that job either. So, well, I often thought that it should be that 
if both parents contributed equally, it would probably be a lot easier. Oh, yeah. But it's never been such, and it never probably will be, sadly. I mean, I, I just feel like um, we'll never achieve that level of wokeness <laughs> no, we for, our, for our particular yeah, situation. So. Well, and I did it to myself. Like, I 100% handicapped Mm -hmm. my husband to where I do everything. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he he allows me to do everything. Yeah. But then I don't get the just conscious help. I have to ask for it. And then that gets annoying. You know? Yes, it does. Yeah. I always regret that I am so weird about cleaning. Everything has to have a place. And so my house is a wreck like 90% of the time until I have the time to go straighten it up. And that's not because Brian didn't use to help. It's because I would complain when he would do things and not do it the way I wanted it. <laughs> so now yeah. you're like, you know what? You do it if, you, if you're going to complain. Yeah, you and that, you do do it to yourself. Yeah. And I can remember um, Tim would call me at work and say, do you want me to go pick the kids up? And immediately it turned into, oh, he's being nice doing me a favor instead of <laughs> he's actually taking charge and doing something that that uh that was something i never communicated and probably still have resentment to this day yeah over that um because i I felt like it would have been better if he would have said i'm gonna go get the kids you stay as long as you need to at work and also don't uh drive in the emergency lane on the way home (sighs) or or drive over the top of the car in front of you when you're stuck in traffic, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or sit in your car screaming at the other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are all you fuckers doing on the road? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, and sometimes I do it to myself even worse when, like, uh, I'll say, oh, I have to go pick up Evelyn's medicine. And my husband will be like, do you want me to go get it? I'll be like, no, it's fine. I'll just go do it. Yes. Like, I should have been like. No. Yes. Go you leave work and you go get it and you stand in that stupid Kroger line for 40 minutes. Instead, yeah. I'm like, no, I'll put the two kids in the car, uh, drag them to Kroger, make them stand in line for 40 minutes. Why do we do I, that? So that, yeah. I mean, why do I we do this? I don't know. I well, I, I know why I do it. It's because it. I have more free time during the day because I wake up so early yeah. and start working. My work day uh, doesn't last as long as his not, does. Yeah. Not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get that idea. I think you have really invented that in your head, that you have more time in the day. <laughs> I do fill it up. But, uh, and when he, because he's gone so often, when he's off work, I want him to come home. Yeah. You know, I want him to be yeah. with my children and me, and him and I like hanging out with each other. Yeah. Um, I guess So that. I'm like, no, I'll just go to Kroger and waste my time. Yeah. Instead, I should yeah. be like, you know what? No, you should go to Kroger. See, I am the opposite when it comes to if I'm working. So if I go into the office, I'll go run all the errands. But if Brian is on his way home and he's like, hey, do we need anything? I'm like, yes, here's the 25 things we need from Walmart. Go to the grocery store. <laughs> so well, I'm like, I, mean, I don't want to leave the house if I don't have to leave the house. <laughs> Instacart. Yeah, yeah and then the other thing is you have to give the list. Yeah. yeah. So that's true. That, that's that's the the that's the genesis of this whole problem. Yeah. Well, that, you know, I'd I'd do a lot more shit if somebody just went here, go do this. Yeah, he he always comes home with more than the list, but it's always like junk food that he, he yeah. and the kids will 
enjoy uh, that I'm like, why did you buy that? <laughs> that is a common, common thing, common thread. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I don't want to act like he never tries or anything. It's, right. it's obvious that he tries and, and it's just that it would be nice to just be him for, <laughs> that, for about a year. Yeah, that, that, I'm going to do it. My biggest gripe is my husband works late a couple nights a week because he, he's got a lot of stuff that's due. He's got a lot of stuff on him. So it's not that he just works late to be gone from the house. It's like his stress level depends on it because he just doesn't have enough hours in the day to get all the work done otherwise. And so he works late. And then when it's like I've got to work late, I feel guilty as soon as I feel guilty. Like when he gets home, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and work. And so I don't do that. I wait until the kids go to sleep, and then I have to chug caffeine and stay up all night because otherwise I feel guilty that I'm not spending time with everybody when he's home. And I'm like, why? Why can't I just go upstairs and make myself do work while the kids are at home? Because he stays at the office, and it's like I don't know why I can't do that. It's I just yeah. feel so, so guilty. So, Lydia, let me what? ask you a question. What? Is somebody going to die if you don't finish your work today? No. So that I, I say in my head all the time yeah. when I'm frustrated and I've had so many interruptions or uh, like last Thursday I was at work and Evelyn's school called me and was like, eh, she's acting weird. So I had to drive 40 minutes to go pick her ass up for her to act completely normal the rest of the oh, day. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing. Did anyone die on Thursday? No. No. Because that work is still going to be there on Friday. Yeah. Or Saturday. Uh -huh. And I get the deadlines. I mean, I do accounting. It's every single month there's deadlines. But it's not life or death. No. Yeah. On I either always... of your side. That means your husband's as well. Yeah. So if you want to, I mean, don't feel bad that you're choosing to be with your children when they're little over finishing a, a paper. Yeah. Or finishing a proposal because you'll get to it later or tomorrow or when they're sleeping. Yeah, you're right. And that again, that's um, advice that somebody of today's generation can give you. Back in the day, yeah. when I would be like, "Oh my God, blah blah blah," and then the other working moms would be like, "Oh my God, I don't know what you're gonna fucking do." And then you know the stay-at-home moms were always like, "Well, that's what you get." That's uh, what you get, you dumb bitch. For choosing to that is that yeah, is one hundred percent true. For what you're saying, work. yeah, is that yeah. now it is Im almost impossible to not have a two-income household. Yeah, so yeah. We don't have a choice. Back then Agreed. in the day, they expected you guys to choose your family and just live on a budget. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't. I'm not willing to do that. I have a Me fucking either. boat. You know, I was I... not willing to do that because <laughs> the budget would have been, you know, like really bad. I like, really... we wouldn't have ever had any fun or gone on any vacations or or ever done yeah. anything. So, and, and I didn't want my kids to grow up impoverished like me. You know, I, I, I wanted them to have shit. I, right. I, my, I came from my mom working all the time. And also, my parents got divorced when I was young. And my mom was always like, don't depend on anyone. Just in case. Like, just in case. And so, that was always in my head of like... Well, I need to work because what if? And yeah. it's like, I, I mean, it's a truth. Ho hopefully, I'll never 
be without Brian until we're, you know, both super old and it's just our time. But at the same time, that's, all, that's always the thing in my head is like, what if? Just, you know, because well, we're never promised tomorrow and who knows? No, no. And you don't even know if, you know, God forbid, but if an accident happens right. and, and he can't work anymore. I mean, I've, I've seen plenty of situations like that. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. There's a part of me that's like really, really glad that I, I did at least make a name for myself in this particular genre of bullshit in the world, and <laughs> that I can, I can command a certain salary when I go somewhere, and I can, um, I can make mistakes and people forgive me, you know that kind of thing. So I, I think. Um, so I am happy in the long run that I did have a career. Yeah. I, and I don't call it a career. It's a damn job. This this isn't a career. Yeah. Nobody goes, I want to claw my way to middle magnet. <laughs> when I'm talking to the school counselor, I would like to work in insurance. <sighs> no, but. No. <laughs> but. That's, that's what I tease everybody. That nobody grows up and says, oh, I want to do accounting. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. And, like, somehow what I do, I enjoy now. But it's like. Well, yeah, mine's not bad. I mean, I, I, I had to get to that point, though. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, uh, Tim says I do well at it because I like to tell people they're wrong. <laughs> well, that's not surprising at all. But um, I like the part of my job that's like forensics. Yeah, the I'm looking for somebody trying to get one over. See, I really like the, the I love the problem solving aspect of my job. That's my favorite thing. It's like, how are we going to solve this problem? How are we going to fix but I, it? But I also wonder if I'm just settling. You know, if I'm just finally just going, I give up. Uh, this is this is the best I can do. <laughs> day does it matter as long as you enjoy it like who cares, who cares why let's not yeah, dig but, on that <laughs> yeah yeah but i think y'all, y'all will uh possibly get to this point when you're older like um i'm to the point right now <laughs> well what what i'm saying too is like when when people's children get old enough to embark on careers and you know one of them's doing really well and like there's a kid in our neighborhood that um he's a kicker for the well he was with the Detroit Lions and then now he's um you know something else on some other team and he's um he's you know you can do the math he's a gazillionaire and he's not even 40 and you know you look at that kind of shit and you think um you know uh could I have directed them better so that they did all the fun things for work or they, you know, could have picked a career and not done what I did, which is just wait for something to <laughs> to happen to your life. You know what I mean? But I have to say, my kids, have, they've never had a normal job, which I'm very happy for them. They, they both have done some really exotic jobs and both have... 
I told both of them, if you had to sit down and do my shitty job for the rest of your life, you've already traveled the world and done things that people twice your age have not even thought about doing. Yeah. So I'm very happy for that aspect of it. <clears throat> and maybe they got that from watching me struggle. <laughs> I hope. Well, I don't know but. if Brandy's parents were the same way or not, but like my parents both were like not going to college wasn't an option like there was never a it was always like well when you go to college and when you know you need to do well in middle school so that you'll do well in high school so that you can get into a good college and you can mm-hmm. you know do well in college so you can get a great job and you know you gotta have retirement you can't do because I did hair for all through high school and college and it was like you don't want to do hair because there's no retirement and that one was like at the end of the day yeah there is if you put back in your own retirement but it was like right. I was happy doing hair could I have just stuck with that? Had they not like built it up in my brain to go to college? And I feel like the millennials, that's, that's what we were all told to do. You have to go to college to get uh-huh. a good job. Yep. And then, you know, now we're all like still in student loan debt. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I, other... I, I forced both of mine to go. I, I showed them a documentary on uh, some people that exploded in a coal mine <gasps> when they were very young. And I was like, this is what happens when you don't go to college. Oh my God. <laughs> So, but here's the, my husband and I discuss this all the time. Yeah. Uh, we're running out of people that can do trades because we have a whole generation of people that yeah. said, you better go to college yeah. and let their children get like English degrees. Uh-huh. And yeah. now they're working for 30 grand a year, not being able to move out of their parents' house because inflation is so ridiculous right now. Yeah. But if they were working on a trade, like mechanic plumber welder they'd be making 60 70 grand but that was looked down upon by whatever my mom's generation is which is your mom's generation yeah which is share i don't what are y'all what y'all call boomers yeah we're boomers okay i think y'all are on the like the young side of boomers yeah uh so i blame this on you yeah that it's going to cost uh nine bajillion dollars to get your oil changed in about 10 years because nobody's <laughs> yeah. going to know how to do it yeah right right yeah you're absolutely right yeah um, but here's the other aspect of that is that um i know there's a lot of things that are going on that people don't agree with right now in terms of um cancel culture and and things like that but um I think that in the end, if the end result of let's don't be mean to any kind of people means that people in the worst jobs get the respect that they're due, mm-hmm. yep. then it will have been, you know, a minor inconvenience to listen to some of the shit that happens. But like, uh, I've always thought, and my dad told me this, which my dad never gave any kind of good advice ever. <laughs> But once he told me, all work is honorable. Yeah. And I always carried that with me. And I treat the people at the fast food restaurant the same as I do anywhere else. You deserve respect for doing that damn job. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I think what ended up happening is that our society started, you know, valuing athletes. And just like I was just telling you about the kid in this neighborhood that kicks for the, you know, kicks for a living. I'm like, wouldn't that be cool if all of us could send our kids, you know, out there in the world and say, well, do you like to kick things? Yeah. (laughs) You could kick for a living, you know, and at the same time, 
Um, I think that people don't get the respect they're due for the job they're doing. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I agree. Two pieces of advice that I, like, I don't remember who gave me either of these pieces of advice, but I live by them for sure. Is like you, every job you do, you should do it to the best of your ability, even if you hate it. Because, mm-hmm. like, it builds character and, like, you just don't do a shitty job because that yeah. speaks a lot about you. And then the second thing was treat everybody with respect because you never know who your boss is going to be. And that has paid off for me so well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you really don't know who's going to be your boss one day or who's going to be in a position to maybe offer you a job someday or just be in your life somehow like a parent to another kid that your kid goes to school with so don't be a shitty person <laughs> absolutely absolutely but no we got it we got a second special guest hold on oh no hello hello <laughs> oh god <laughs> who is this yeah, I can't hear anything. I can just see the little bars moving on the screen. That's it. Oh, hey, Ryan. They said hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, it's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Oh, Cheryl goes, oh, it's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what well, grown like, man do you think is in my house? <laughs> I thought you got Tom Brady on the line. I didn't oh, know if Harry Potter like ran Brady. over there, and I was like, that's not Harry Potter's voice. That's definitely not <laughs> Harry Potter's voice. I thought we had like a true celebrity <laughs> oh, Cheryl thought it was a true celebrity. You're still a rock star, Ryan. Now she says you're still a rock star. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now go watch my children. What are y'all talking about? Um, beeswax. What? Cheryl says none of your beeswax. Uh, blowies versus hand jobs. <laughs> well, blow, oh, blow jobs versus hand jobs. Which do you prefer? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Give my hand myself a hand job like twice a week. <laughs> Do more yoga, Ryan. <laughs> Lydia says do more yoga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're stupid. I've never tried that before. <laughs> Whatever you're referring to. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He brought up laundry. That He only does his own laundry. He doesn't ever do mine or the children's. Oh, I did a pile great. of the kids' stuff today. I just, I can't. There's no point in folding it. Yeah. Because it's he also doesn't small. dress our children. It's very small. It's yeah, too it's small. Very small. I can never find stuff. matching socks. So I just put it in a pile on top of the dryer. Mm-hmm. So his wife can do it. <laughs> well, the other day I was walking outside to see him and I noticed there was poop on the door. What? Um, <laughs> I walked outside and I was so, like, just exhausted. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, there's fucking poop on the door. And he goes... Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I just stared at him, what? and he was like, I didn't clean it up. But I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Of course. <laughs> of course you didn't. Cheryl says, of course you didn't. <laughs> Wait, whose poop was on? The- I got to know. <laughs> so Evelyn, when she wants to tell us she pooped, oh, she's still, she's she still grabs here. it and sh- tries to show you. But I happen to have walked out the door. Uh, and so she put her hand on the door. Got it. Um, but it was cleaned up, y'all. I don't have poop all over this house <laughs> currently. Wow. Um, I'm almost done, honey. No, no, take your time. I'm going to go back down and watch your children. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So um, let's do family roundtable then to close out. Uh, this wonderful random podcast and I even put down fucking topics and we still got all crazy I know man I feel bad 
I mean, I okay, like hold on. It. There's one more question we can ask, though. Okay. And then we'll do a roundtable. Okay, so first thing. Okay, you you win $1 billion, but you're only allowed to spend it on one thing. What do you spend it on? I would get a full-time, I would hire a full-time nurse for Evelyn and just make the nurse, like, have to go to school with Evelyn and have to always make sure that she's healthy because that would relieve so much stress from me. Like, so much. And I'd be able to live my life stress-free. Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Cheryl? I'd buy real estate. Okay. It's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, that's a good option. Yeah, I was about to say, I would probably buy a farm with a bunch of land and try to be self-sustainable just in case because, oh, you know. God. Yeah, I know, man. You don't, you don't ever know. <laughs> you, and I'm telling you, you're going down the same path. But I end have, up giving hand I tell you, through exactly. And the other thing is, you're gonna need to do all the things so that you know, when the apocalypse comes, you don't have to have somebody pluck your chin hairs in case there's no <laughs> waxing services available or anybody who's willing to pluck chin hairs and that kind of thing. And um, you want to like. Man, menopause sounds so cool. Oh, I know. Oh. I really, I really. Do Welcome think, to hell. I really do think through things of like one of the reasons my goal is to like never have to take any type of like um, medication. Yeah. Is like, what if I have to go without it? Exactly. If there's ever an apocalypse, and it's like with Brian, it's like we'll have to hit up every drugstore in the, you know, we'll have to break into everywhere to get his medicine. It doesn't even have to be an apocalypse. You might go on a trip and leave it at home, and right. <laughs> you're still fucked. Yeah, right. Because I tried to pull a prescription out of town before and had people give me a bunch of shit. But that was back when I had migraines, so yeah. I don't have those anymore. But um, I'm not on any medications, except right now I'm on Pepsi for my stuff. But yeah. um, it's a good thing to try and not be on that. Yeah, I've heard that um, the longer you can go without having to have a bunch of medicines to maintain your life, the better. So, yeah, true. But. Well, everybody, just get with Lydia's chiropractor, and he'll show you how to mix the eye of newt. Um, okay, so good, bad, asshole, Lydia, go. Good. Um, I actually this is supposed to be a, work, a week I'm off work, but I'm working a couple days just due to some meetings but i actually got everything checked off of my action item list last week and that is going in to like the first time since i had children this is the first time i'm going into a vacation knowing i'm actually going to get to enjoy it and not worry about the things i didn't get to finish so hmm. i'm really That's excited excellent. bad um i also have a black belt class that I really need to wrap up in like a month so I'm gonna basically have to stay up late every night to get that done but you know it is what it is that's my own fault um asshole my mom this week it's my mom she came over this. she came over to watch the kids while we went to do some Christmas shopping two nights ago and she's not really an asshole but like my 
middle child, my daughter, is very sneaky. And when she's tired, she's very sneaky. She'll go hide and fall asleep. <laughs> and so my mom had cooked them dinner. And my daughter, like, sneaked out of the kitchen. And by the time she, like, got all their stuff off the table and stuff and walked into the living room, my daughter was, like, under a bunch of pillows hiding because she went to sleep at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. And so she woke up at 2.45 in the morning and would not go back to sleep. And so I got absolutely no sleep that night because I stayed up late watching The Witcher. And (laughs) I got no sleep. So I would... And she also wanted Brian awake, so he also got no sleep. It was a very miserable day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I blame her. All right, Brandy. Okay, so my best part of this week is uh, today starts the two and a half weeks of Big Daddy's vacation. So, that means I have a co-parent for two and a half weeks. There yes. is no guard. There is no Great. work for him. So... This relieves a lot of stress off of me. Some people think that having their husband's home is more stress. No, not for me, because these two kids cannot double-team me then. Yeah, agreed. If this man is always in his house with me. Agreed. <laughs> it's always better. And also, better. he does a lot of activities with the kids. Like, he he likes going to the park. He'll take them outside. He, you know, where it's that's very hard to do when you have, you know, meetings lined up, have to work, blah, blah, blah. I would have had to take these two weeks off yeah. if he wasn't at home. Yeah. And this is the first year that uh, he's been able to do this, so it's very cool. That's awesome. uh, the bad is that I am mm, I'm not ready for Christmas. We um, have a playroom that we're setting up in the basement, and that room is still is the holder of all the random shit. Uh, so that has to get done sometime this week. Get you a venti coffee with an extra shot. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate cleaning, though. It's like my arch nemesis. Um, my asshole of the week is fucking Amazon. I ordered this uh, rug that's beautiful. It's all multicolored, and it's going to go in the playroom. It's going to look beautiful. And they keep delaying the damn delivery. Oh, so I'm, I'm irritated. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, first world problems. Oh, there's Brandy complaining about her Amazon delivery. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Cheryl, your turn. Uh, good was finding out that I'm going to have a grandson. Another uh, one. Yeah. And that, um, you know, I, I wasn't prepared to have a granddaughter yet. I would be excited if I was going to have one. But I'm just not ready. Not ready for a girl. Because I'm just surrounded by boys, and that's what I'm used to. Um, and then the bad is there's so much shit to do um, to get ready for Christmas. And we're not even um, doing Christmas on Christmas. We're doing it the day after. Um, but there's still so much shit. Yeah. So much shit. Time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is it fucking yeah. anyone else up that it's on a Saturday, like? That just oh, doesn't I love work. that it's on a Saturday, it's though. It's weird for me. Because <laughs> I get that Friday off. That means I have the whole day. Yeah, and you're going to fill every fucking minute. Oh, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> and you're going to do that thing like I do where, where you go, if I go to bed now, I could get three and a half hours sleep, and then I'll get up, and I'll immediately start wrapping shit. And then when I'm done with that, yeah, I plan it all out in my mind. It never works. And asshole of the week would be every fucking swinging dick that is on the road and in the goddamn store when I'm trying to get something done. Because yep. everybody is wants to wait until 
I want to go out to <laughs> buy shit to go out and buy shit. Yep. Yep. That was me last time. And then I can't find a parking space. Uh, people are honking and people are acting fool everywhere you go. And then, you know, there's all the fucking enormous lines in all of the stores that start outside and wind around and wind around and wind around. And it's so bad. Even if you want to go get, you know, a, a jug of milk and some condoms, you can't even fucking do that. Because those go together. Yeah. <laughs> Fill yourself up with milk and then try to bone. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, once again, if you have sex only in the missionary position between a sheet with a hole in it, it should be fine. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, my God. Oh, how was your swinger party this past weekend, Lydia? I, we are not swingers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going to be like the third episode people are going to think you're serious. I am. Not swingers, guys. Sorry to disappoint. Jesus just giving hand jobs through glory holes. No. <laughs> Also yeah. not me. <laughs> but uh, that's completely anonymous. <laughs> you don't get to see the person. I think she's it's the perfect She's done setup. a lot of research. <laughs> I have. There's a movie about it. Oh, about wow. a lady that became a queen of the hand jobs when she was old because her grandson needed an operation. Oh my, oh my god. god. Was it Nancy Reagan? Because apparently she was really good at blowjobs according to that thing that I sent. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. should believe everything on the internet, but I am well, kind of curious. I believe it. I'm kind uh, of curious how the truth to that. I kind of yeah. want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder. If somebody and, you know, knew Nancy Reagan, please let us know. Yeah, please email Correct. Us. Let me check the email just to make sure. <laughs> Guys, um, if you haven't heard me say it before, it's nsfwmoms at gmail.com. Please send us an email. Please. Oh, God. Because... You know, <laughs> and then also you can follow us on Instagram at nsfwmoms underscore the podcast. Yeah, you can do that if you want to. I think you should. Um, okay, so I think that this is all for this um, recording. Uh, big thanks to Cheryl. Yes. Oh. Thanks for inviting me oh, again. You, did you just stop listening? <laughs> well, you're you're our most listened to episode, so we had to have you on again. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Maybe you should listen to our episodes. <laughs> she, yeah, she does I, I have listened to a portion of all of them. <laughs> okay, That's good. why I want to know who Y'all these know I have people sort of are that listen to us because it's none of my friends. It's not my husband. It's not my mother. I don't know who the fuck is listening it's, to us. It's mostly my friends. It's mostly my oh, friends. I hope it's nobody, I hope it's nobody beating off. Well, it is, apparently. <laughs> oh, Lord help. Apparently. All right. Well, that's it for this week, guys, and we'll hopefully have Cheryl on again in the future. Okay. Cool. Bye. Right. Bye. Fuck you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>